0: I want to talk to you briefly this beautiful morning under this topic, the mystery of faith-filled words. The mystery, (laughs) Ah, I love mysteries, you see. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of mysteries. When, When we talk of a mystery, we talk of something that science cannot explain. Something that, uh, you know, psychology, uh, uh, all the ologies are not able to explain. Uh, am I talking to somebody? I mean, uh, uh, the Bible says, Jesus says to his disciples in the Gospels, that when they are asking him that, why are you talking in parables? And he says to them that it is given unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. <laughs> I speak to those ones in parables because it is not given. They don't understand the mysteries. When we talk of mysteries, we are talking of it is the Greek word "mysterion," something that you cannot study. It's not in a book. It's a mystery. (laughs) Am I talking to somebody? As I was saying the other day in our prayer night, how do how do you explain? A man sleeps at night. He dreams somebody giving him a slap. Wakes up in the morning. Goes to the doctor. The doctor says you have cancer. It's a mystery. I mean, how do you explain We begin to say, Where well, did we learn this language? We are communicating and things are happening. It's a mystery. <laughs> I don't know if I'm talking to Zamba. So, there are mysteries of faithful words. There are mysteries. There are hidden secrets that I'm going to be expounding today that we are going to be uncovering and we are going to understand them and understand them well. Somebody say Hallelujah the mystery of failed filled words let us take our first text from the book of mark chapter 11 and verse number 23. mark chapter number 11 verse number 23. mark 11 and the 23rd verse we are reading the bible says for verily i say unto you that whosoever now this whosoever means whosoever you are included in this because sometimes when we read the Bible, we feel like it's talking about other people from somewhere. But it's actually talking about you. Somebody says it's talking about me. It says that whosoever shall say. So this whosoever, what must he do? He must say. You see, the problem with this whosoever is that he's silent. And the Bible says he must say. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and listen to this and shall not doubt in his heart this person that is saying to the mountain mountain move this person must not doubt in his heart the bible never said in his mind because sometimes in your mind you can doubt it says in your heart the heart is your spirit the Bible says that don't speak things that you don't have a conviction of (laughs) you see don't speak things that are not coming from your spirit that is why Jesus says that out of your bellies out of your spirit shall flow the rivers the rivers the words am I talking this about so the word of God must come out of your spirit says they shall not doubt his heart. That is why you must continue coming to church so that we fill your spirit with the word, so that we fill your spirit with faith, so that when you begin to speak, you are speaking from a spirit that is not doubting. The reason why people are saying things and they don't see manifestation, it, it is not coming from the spirit, it's coming from the mouth and the heart. The power is in the spirit. Somebody say hallelujah. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. (laughs) He must not doubt first. Before we can even go to believing, he must not doubt. (laughs) So, before we can even start talking about to believe, we must deal with the doubt first. (laughs) Somebody say, amen. But shall believe that those things which he saith, my God, he must believe that the things which he himself is saying shall come to pass. And he says he shall have Whatsoever he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. This person shall have. If he wants healing, he shall have healing. If he wants financial breakthrough, he shall have financial breakthrough. If he wants academic breakthrough, he shall have academic breakthrough. It is in the Bible. Somebody say faith filled words. Say faith filled words. You see, this is a great mystery. This is not revealed to many people. Even many that are in church, they do not know this mystery. You see, once you begin to understand this, you have understood the entire Bible. If you fail here, <laughs> close it. You are not going to figure, you are not going to understand this. If you understand it here, you are done. You have <laughs> you have finished the syllabus. Remember what Hebrews chapter number 11, and it should be verse number 2, it says that through faith we understand. <laughs> that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which do appear were made of things that do not appear. Through faith we understand. <laughs> so that means you say that if you don't get this, you have failed. You have failed a syllabus. Somebody say faith filled words. God is teaching you to believe and never doubt what you say with your own mouth am I talking to somebody he says shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe God is teaching you to believe what you say with your own mouth how do you expect someone else to believe you if you don't believe yourself You say I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm blessed but you are you're not sure Then how do you expect us to believe you if you yourself you don't believe you? So God says, believe you. (laughs) In fact, this is the message. If you catch this line, you have you have understood me. God says, believe you. Faith filled words is whereby you believe what you are saying. (laughs) You believe your own declarations. You declare and walk in confidence. My God. How do you declare healing and still walk in sorrow that uh, maybe the the sickness is there? After you have declared the word, you stand bold like a lion. That's why the Bible says that the rushes shall be as bold as a lion. Somebody say hallelujah. Say faithful words. Faithful words can change things. Every miracle Jesus ever made, he did so with faith filled words. Faith-filled words turn sickness into health. Faith-filled words they turn lack into abundance. Faith-filled words, they move mountains. Faith-filled words, they destroy unproductiveness. Faithful words can raise the dead, my God. Faithful words can raise the dead. John 11 verse 43. And the Bible says in John 11 verse 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. (laughs) And when he thus had spoken faithful words, he cried with a loud voice, faithful words, Lazarus, come forth. Now, I want us to look at the the, the case of Lazarus. Jesus didn't go to the grave to lay hands on Lazarus. <laughs> he didn't go there to go in heaven all night prayer in the grave. Am I talking to somebody? He only said come forth. He spoke faith-filled words. That's all he did. He spoke faith. words words. Somebody say hallelujah. A man that has been dead for four days. A man that has been deformed and, and, and rotten and stinking. When he had faithful words, he came out running out of the grave. Am I talking to somebody? Somebody say hallelujah. Faithful words can raise the dead. My God. Faithful words can bring Dead dreams to life. Some of you, you have buried your dreams. I came here to tell you that through faithful words, that dream can come back to life. That hope can come back to life. That business can come back to life. That marriage can come back to life. Through faithful words. Somebody say faithful words. words. Child of God, don't ever think your dreams are dead. Don't bury them as yet. I came here to tell you that don't bury your dreams don't bury your ambition don't bury your hope don't bury your dreams to buy a house don't bury your dreams to buy a new car don't bury your dreams of coming out of death you can come out of death don't bury your dreams speak faith filled wait somebody say hallelujah another one says I hear you apostle but one scripture is not enough let me pin that again mark chapter 5 and verse number 41 Make chapter number five, verse number 41. The Bible says, And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talita Kumi, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. Talita Kumi. And this is what I came here to say to somebody. I came here to tell you, Talita Kumi. Arise, I came here to set your business, Talita Kumi, arise. I came here to set your marriage, Talita Kumi, arise. I came here to set your finances, Talita Kumi, arise. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I say unto thee, arise. Listen to verse 42. And straight away the damsel arose. When the dead girl, the word damsel means a young girl. When she heard faithful words, she arose. Somebody say hallelujah. When she heard faithful words, she arose and walked. And she was of the age of 12 years. And they were astonished with great astonishment. (laughs) Those that were around, they were astonished. This word means to be busted, amused and amazed. It means to be overly superbly surprised. The Bible says they were astonished with great astonishment. In other words, they were surprised with great surprise. Somebody say hallelujah. And I came here to say to you that when you speak faithful words, there's going to be a great surprise. There's gonna be a great surprise, my God. Oh, people around you will be surprised. People that were expecting you to die, they'll be shocked when you come walking. Am I talking to somebody? Somebody say hallelujah. That is all Jesus did. Talita kumi, damsel, arise, mark. And I came here to challenge you. Go to your business and say talita kumi. Go to your marriage and say talita kumi. Take your credit cards and say to them, Talita come, my God, somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say power. Somebody say fire. Damsel arise. Damsel arise. Now, I want to take it to whereby now we are talking about Peter. Now, we were talking about Jesus. You see, it will make sense when it is Jesus. But now, I want to take it to a level of a man <laughs> who eats bread just like you. Check this out. Acts chapter number 9 and verse number 40. Acts chapter number 9 verse number 40. Are you there? But Peter put them all forth. So the first thing Peter did. He removed the doubters. <laughs> you see, God is teaching you that don't be in an environment that, you know, you know fuels your doubt. Peter realized that I'm going to do something serious here. Every doubt I get out. He put them all forth and he kneeled down and he prayed. So, listen to this. So, he, he starts by praying. You see, that is to teach you that... Faith works with prayer. Okay, okay. Prayer. Remember what I always say: prayer and fasting are ingredients of faith. Okay. Maybe before I get deep into this one, let me make you understand. In Matthew chapter seventeen, the disciples of Jesus they go and they cast out a devil, and when they cast out that devil, the devil refuses to go out, and. Uh, They they, they go and call Jesus that we have an emergency here. This thing, we can't cast it up. And Jesus comes and he casts out the devil. And then he begins to talk to them in verse number 20 that you of little faith, if you have faith, as little as a grain of a mustard seed, thou shalt say unto this mountain, throw yourself into your other place, and it shall be done unto you, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And then he says, how be it this kind, (laughs) this kind goeth not out. But by prayer and fasting. Before he talks about uh, prayer and fasting, he talks about faith. He shows them that the problem is in your faith. Your faith is not boosted by prayer and fasting. (laughs) So prayer and fasting, they are boosters. They they boost faith. (laughs) They are not feeling the preacher. They are not feeling the preacher. You see, in this class, we call a GTIs, there is something in there called a table charger that table charger boosts the engine when you have vrpa, it is a booster working it's a booster at work when that table charger is destroyed the vrpa cannot vrpa so god is saying to you that prayer and fasting makes your spiritual engine to vrpa <laughs> wow. you are not feeling the preacher when you are in prayer and, and in fasting your faith works the best Am I talking to somebody? So he's showing the disciples that prayer and fasting are ingredients of faith. Am I talking to somebody? So Peter first by by he starts by recharging his faith. <laughs> For lack of a better way. He recharges, he chases the doubters and recharge. After he's recharged, after now he's from prayer. You know there's a boldness that you get when you're from the place of prayer. There's an arrogance, brutal arrogance that you get when you're from prayer and fasting. Now he's arrogant. The Bible says, turning him to the body. Now he turns to the body. You see, when you're from prayer and fasting, your faith is dangerous. It's corrosive. It, it It is operating on a higher frequency. Now, he turns to the body. Before, he was afraid of looking at the body. (laughs) But when the faith was charged, turns to the body. There are things you will not be able to face when your faith is not okay. There are situations you can't face when when your faith is not okay. That is why we challenge you to always be on the podcast, to always be on YouTube, to always be on Facebook, so that your faith is always in the right frequency. Somebody say amen. Turns to the body. Now he's ready to deal with the body. He says Tabitha arise faith filled words now he speaks faith filled words listen to me the prayer could not raise the person the prayer boosted his faith so that his declaration can work okay. Okay. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> these people are not getting me this man he has prayed that dead person remained dead the prayer was was for amplifying his faith ah, can I submit to you that prayer works more on you than it does your situation? <laughs> prayer fixes you more than it fixes your situation. Hallelujah. Somebody say power. power. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Prayer works more on you than it does your situation. And after he's done praying, he says Tabitha arise. He speaks faith-filled words. And the Bible says she opened her eyes my God and I came here to prophesy that that thing that was dead in your life after today it shall open its eyes my God that relationship shall open its eyes that marriage shall open its eyes that sickness that has been troubling you your body shall open its eyes there will be an opening of eyes your business shall open its eyes somebody say hallelujah faith-filled words somebody say faith-filled words Say faith-filled words. Oh my God. You see, faith-filled words can calm any kind of storm. Faith-filled words can calm any kind. It does not matter the challenge that we are facing in life. You can calm it down with faith-filled words. I'm going to talk to somebody. Mark chapter 4 and verse number 39. And listen to this. Mark four thirty-nine. it says, And he arose and rebuked the wind. My God. And said unto the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. When they were encountering a storm in the boat, Jesus spoke faith-filled words to the storm. Peace, be still. That was all he did. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. That is to teach you that there is no storm which your faith-filled words cannot calm down. That storm in your finances, it can be calmed down. That storm in your health, whereby the doctor has given you a bad report, you can calm down that storm through your faithful words. And he arose and rebuked. Certain things, they need you to rebuke them. Am I talking to somebody? To rebuke, you are not begging. You are commanding. That devil, get out. Peck and go. You are rebuking. You are not apologetic. Certain things, they need you to be... How can I say? You must rebuke. Re- rebukative. Powerful revelation, right there. Broken English, dangerous revelation. He arose, rebuked the wind, said unto the sea, away, peace be still. Your situation can hear your faith-filled words. And the wind ceased. And listen to this, there was a great calm. There was a great calm. Meaning, my God, whatever had happened to the boat because of the storm, some of the nails were out of their place. Some of the wood in the olden boats, they were out of their place. You know, the parts of the boat were scattered. But when he spoke faithful words, every part of the boat had to go back to its original place. (laughs) The nails had to go back, my God, from deep into the sea, wherever they had fallen. They had to fly back and find their way to the boat the planks oh whoa they would have to go back to where they fell from when you speak faithful words there shall be a great restoration in your life there'll be a restoration in your career there'll be a restoration in your job there'll be a restoration in your in relationships there'll be a restoration in your marriage somebody say hallelujah, hallelujah. child of God faithful words don't know any distance faithful words they don't know distance distance is not an issue it is not a barrier it's not a limitation am i talking to somebody you can speak from Pretoria and impact people in new york you can speak from here in johannesburg and you are touching people in pumalan you are touching people in northwest through the understanding of the mystery of faithful ways when you understand this mystery when it begins to to make sense to you you can be here and you are commanding things to happen in london Somebody saying, "But Apostle, I, where is it in the Bible?" I'm glad you asked. Matthew chapter number eight, verse number eight, and verse number thirteen. Matthew eight eight and Matthew eight thirteen. Matthew eight eight and Matthew eight thirteen. Look at this. The centurion answered and said, "Lord, <laughs> I am not worthy." That thou should come under my roof that you know this man is looking for a miracle from God but he's saying that you don't even have to come to my house but speak the word only (laughs) this man was coming from kilometers far from where Jesus was he traveled with horses to where Jesus was and Jesus is saying that let us get into one of your transport let us get into your Mercedes Benz let us get into your car and go to your house this says no no No, no, no. Maybe he traveled four days to come to where Jesus was. He said, I don't have to travel another four days to go and receive a miracle. Oh, my God. He says, but speak the word only. Release faithful words. (laughs) Release faithful words. And listen to this. And my servant shall be healed. This man had a revelation. He understood the mystery. Oh, my God. You see, when you don't understand, you stand under. understanding makes you outstanding (laughs) oh my god somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah and jesus said unto the centurion go thy way as thou hast believed so it so be it done unto thee now listen to this listen to this this is the caveat and his servant was healed in the self same hour meaning on the spot, in that second, in that moment, in that instant, the servant was healed. When Jesus spoke, kilometers and kilometers away, a man was healed. Faithful words, they don't know any distance. Am I talking to somebody? somebody can be sick somewhere in your home country you're watching me you're from mozambique you're from malawi somebody is sick in your family and you are worried you can declare a faithful word you can speak it from right here from your apartment from your house from your duplex wherever you are watching me from you can make that declaration you can release a faith filled word and that person will be healed because faith don't know no limitation faithful words don't know no barrier you can prophesy your business in another province and the hand of God will locate that business and begin to cause a shift somebody say hallelujah Colossians chapter 1 and verse number 13 Colossians chapter 1 verse number 13 I want, I want to show you something I want to show you how this thing works and I want us to combine it with Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 Colossians 1.13 Romans 10.9-10 It says Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his, of his dear son. He has translated us. On the spot when you got born again you were translated. When you spoke those faithful words that Father I believe that you died for me. And rose up from the dead for my life. Therefore, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. On that spot, boom, you are translated. You are delivered. The curse was broken. On that spot. I want you to catch that. So Romans 10, 9 to 10, it says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, it's showing you how this thing works, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, so the confession must be weighed to how? With your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe where? In thine heart. So, you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, that is, in your spirit. God is showing you that the power of faithful words is when you are saying them from the spirit. You believe in thine heart, in thy spirit, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You see, I wanted to understand that this does not only apply to salvation, it applies to anything in the kingdom. If it is healing, you are believing, the same formula applies. Listen to me. You got born again by, by speaking faithful words. You got into the kingdom of God by speaking faithful words. That is to teach you that everything in this kingdom works the same way. Yes. If you got into it through speaking, you operate in it through speaking. Oh my God. I don't know if I'm talking to people here. For Listen to this. For with the heart, men believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth Confession is made unto salvation. For with the heart, men believeth. Men must believe in his spirit, and when his spirit is convinced, must speak with his mouth. Then results are inevitable. So, child of God, from the two texts, when we are combining them, faithful words is what caused us to be translated from the kingdom of darkness into God's kingdom. That is how we got born again this happened in an instant we spoke faith-filled words and it happened on the spot child of god you cannot underestimate faith-filled words this is what is busy destroying COVID 19. this is why the death rate is going down globally this is why the infection rate is going down globally this is what is destroying the virus Faith-filled words is what is causing the spread of the virus to decrease. As millions of Christians all over the world are speaking faith-filled words, a shift is birthed in the spirit. A mega shift is birthed in the spirit. Faith-filled words is what will restore global economies and communities. It is the words we speak over our communities and our economies that that will restore them child of god you need to stop repeating what the news networks are saying and begin to say what god is saying because our god is doing something people are busy getting healed people in the midst of COVID 19 are not catching the virus my god i am talking about you the fact that you never caught the virus it means god is busy doing something somebody say amen we must keep declaring what God is doing. We must keep declaring what he said in his word. We must keep saying the virus is dead. I don't care if I wake up with a headache. I will say that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed. I don't care if I wake up feeling pains in my body and they say these are the symptoms. I, I stand on the word. I speak faithful words. Somebody say hallelujah. I don't care whether I got a notification that the debit order did not go through. I will say that wealth and riches are in my house. Somebody say hallelujah. Say faithful words. I will, I will, I will declare that wealth and riches. The debit order bounced. <laughs> the, the, the car payment bounced. I will not begin to say I am poor. I'm the poorest man in, in Johannesburg. Never over my dead body. I say the blessing of Abraham is mine. <laughs> Haggai 2:8. Uh, silver and gold belongs to my God. I speak faith-filled words. Somebody say hallelujah child of God, this is what God is is expecting us to be saying. You may say, but that is not what the news networks are saying. That is not what the scientists are saying. That is why you must switch off the news and switch on the word. My God, you must switch off the news and switch on the word. Child of God, if they don't talk faith, don't gather with them. Let me tell you why this is very important. You cannot pray for you know the decrease of the coronavirus you are destroying for our government i mean you are praying for our government you are praying for our economy that our economy will flourish then the next thing you go and sit with people over coffee you begin to discuss how things are not moving you begin to talk about why the economy is not flourishing you are killing your own words you are a killer of words <laughs> you're not feeling the preacher remove yourself from an environment that kills your words many people they kill their own words you come to church you are fired up your spirit is charged then you go and see and, and speak with somebody do you think what apostle was preaching is real my god that man yo oh faith 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 24 hours it will not happen to you <laughs> remember matthew nine twenty-nine. it is done unto you according to your faith if you believe it won't come, it will not come. That is your faith. Somebody say, somebody say amen. Doubt is faith. Did you know that? Doubt and fear, they are also faith in the negative form. If you doubt, you will not receive. You will not receive. It is faith. That thing is negative faith. I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe Let me make you understand. You can have a zero balance in a bank account. But if you have a, you have a bank overdraft arrangements with the bank, You can take your card, that is zero. The account says zero. And go to a shop and buy. That now your account is in the negative. You are buying, but with negatives. (laughs) Are you feeling the preacher? You are paying for things. You are swiping. They are giving you. Take this, take this, take the grocery. You are buying, but with negatives. The same applies. (laughs) Faith is overdraft. I mean, fear and doubt is overdraft. (laughs) It can also buy. Oh my God. (laughs) Somebody is not feeling the preacher. Faith-filled words is what will change global recession and all the negativity in the world right now. You can say, but only me. Can I do that by myself? Child of God, you, you bring a mega shift with your faith-filled words. Even if no one may agree with you, you need to agree with the word of God regarding any situation. How do you agree with the word of God? By speaking it out. That is why the Bible says, you shall have whatsoever you say. So you agree by speaking out the word. Child of God, this is a spiritual law. It worked for Jesus. He he, he had everything he said. There is absolutely nothing which Jesus wanted, which he said with his mouth, and he never heard. And child of God, if it works for Jesus, it will work for you, and it will work for me. Jesus came and accomplished his assignment Through speaking faith-filled words. In the same frequency, you will achieve your own assignment through speaking faith-filled words. And child of God, let me say this, let me say this. If you quote God, you cannot be wrong. If you quote God, you cannot be wrong. My God. If you go into your fridge, which has nothing, and you say that this fridge is full... Because my God shall supply all of my needs. You are not, you are, you are not wrong. The fridge is wrong. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. God came here in Genesis chapter number one. Darkness was upon the whole earth. It was void. It was null. Nothing was happening. God said light. He did not lie. Light had to come. He said mango trees. Mango trees had to come. Everything which he said happened. So when you quote God, you cannot lie. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Just you and me, right now, child of God, we can turn the whole world upside down. If you and me can agree and we begin to speak words of faith, just the two of us, you watching me right now on your cell phone, watching me on your smart TV, on your iPad, or on your laptop, you and me together, just you and me against the whole world, we are a majority. You and me agreeing with the word of God, we are a majority. That's why the Bible says that one shall chase a thousand and two shall chase ten thousand. My God. It means that when we stand on the way, we can do the incredible. Somebody say hallelujah. Can I boost it with a scripture? Romans chapter 3, verse number 3 to 4. Romans chapter 3, verse number 3 to 4. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? This is very, this is very strong. God is asking, is asking you that some people don't believe. You are declaring the word, that they are just watching. Shall their unbelief make your faith not with effect? Listen to this. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. God, God forbid. Yeah. Let God be true and every man a liar. (laughs) When you call God, you cannot be wrong. (laughs) God will be true and every scientist a liar and every doctor a liar. They will be shocked that how can a man like this be healed? If you call God, you can't lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. So, child of God, people's unbelief cannot stop the word of God from working for you. Others may laugh when you speak faith-filled words. Others may doubt, but as long as you are in faith, speaking faith-filled words, manifestation cannot be debated. Manifestation is inevitable. Somebody say, hallelujah. And I decree upon your life. I say, let God be true in your life. Let God be true in your business. Let God be true in your career. Let God be true in your health. And let every baboon be a liar. I said, let every baboon, let every witch, let every hater be a liar in the name of Jesus. Only the word of God shall stand in your life. It doesn't matter what News 24 or or CNN is saying. We say there shall not be a second wave of the virus. My God, uh, my God, my God, my God. That is why the verse that says you shall have whatsoever you say is very important. Uh, My God, what? You shall have whatsoever you say. You shall have You shall have. So, child of God, the believer is a (laughs) heaver. A child of God is a heaver. A child of God is a receiver. A child of God is a getter. You are a heaver. You are a receiver. You are a getter. Heaver. Receiver. Getter. My God. That is who you are. Say I am a heaver. Receiver. And a getter. Heaver receiver and a getter you receive what you say when you say that i am healed you are healed when you say that i am blessed you are blessed when you say that i am married you are married some people feel that you know what these things of relationship i don't think god is involved in them who made the first relationship (laughs) who made the first relationship adam and eve (laughs) these people are not feeling the preacher God hooked up Adam with a man, with a woman, sorry, correction, please, don't, please, (laughs) please, (laughs) with a a woman, (laughs) Father God, with a woman, I I did not say anything, with a woman, so God hooked up Adam with a woman, God himself, Uh, somebody can say it, but that was obvious, they were the only two. <laughs> I know, they you know, reason a lot. These people are very educated. Ah, but the Apostle, they are the only two who. I mean, <laughs> what must can happen? <laughs> but, but but catch this. <coughs> catch this. Esther and uh, the king. <laughs> God got involved there. Now, 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 this is a different scenario. There are many, many women. I mean, he's a king. My goodness, he's a king. My, my God, he's a king. I'm, I mean, we are in South Africa. You don't even have to be a king here. If you can just have a few thousands and have a nice uh, SUV and, and wear Louis Vuitton, you, you can uh, have a few uh, people. You can change them a little bit. Hallelujah. Now, this one is a king. I mean, King Muswat. How many of you know King Muswat? Every year, he has a selection. Every year, he chooses anyway let me leave it there not political but now here is a king he can have whoever god influences his heart to like this girl god 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 he, he enters in a king and make her like this girl on a normal day listen to this i want you to understand that people have types people have types am i talking to somebody people have types. there, there, there is a certain type which people don't feel <laughs> I don't know if you are feeling the preacher. The certain type, people will tell you that you are not my type. Yo. <laughs> yes, people have preferences that my type must be like this, like that, like those. I'm not talking to to somebody. I, I, was, I was looking on Instagram. Another girl was saying that I have a type. My type must have money. It's my type. Money. Money, you are my type. You have money, you are my type. So people have types. Even the king has a type. I mean, he's a king. Obviously, he had a type. God came and influenced him to like this village girl. Out of all the types, out of all the slave queens, he looked at all the slave queens. Hey, he said, "This one will slay me." <laughs> he looked at the village girl. He liked her. Why am I saying this? I'm saying to you that you can speak upon your relationship, yeah. and God can give it to you when you understand faithful words. Somebody say, "I don't know." Him. I want you to remember that before God could wake up Esther, there were prayers, there were first things that they were made. Somebody say hallelujah. Can I take it to the next level? I said the believer is a have, the believer is a receiver, the believer is a getter. It be anything. The Bible says, whatsoever. Now let me remind you, child of God, words become things. That's what the Bible says that you shall have whatsoever you say. You to have it now, it means that it's a thing. So words become things. Words become money. Words become healing. Words become jobs. Words become houses. Words become land. Words become twins. Words become good relationships. Words become bazaries, scholarships, breakthrough, open doors. Words become things. Words become cars. Cars, cars, cars you can drive what you say you can drive what you say my god they're not feeling the preacher you can drive your words, my god you can sleep on your words, my god you can wear your words somebody say hallelujah <laughs> every faith-filled word you have spoken in this 2020 I prophesy it will come to pass in the name of Jesus every prayer you have made every declaration you have made may your words become things in the mighty name of jesus shall have whatever you say child of god i say may you have grace only to say words that will add color to your destiny i pray that may you only say words that will add color that will beautify your life i i pray that may god give you grace to stop speaking words that are destroying your destiny how am i talking to somebody you know in, in this church I teach faith 24 hours I teach faith and there are people who have who have, have begun to understand one of us was telling me that you know what I I had I had, a, I had a, 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 a plans and goals this year and one of my goals was that I just wanted to come out of debts I told myself in January prayer fasting that that is what I was speaking that is what I was declaring and as I speak I am out I am out of debts child of god you shall have whatever you say if you say it and you are convinced yourself, you shall have it. Somebody say hallelujah. Say I shall have whatever I say. What is it that you want? Can you speak it? What is it that you want? Say it. I hear this side. I hear this side. My God, Range Rover, good money, good health, everything you desire. That side, right, bass guitar. <laughs> That side of the bank, More computers. Land. <laughs> Property. Can, can I tell you that you have it? Yes, yes, yes. It's like I was not preaching to you. I just, I just finished telling you that you shall have whatever you say. You have said it and you are still looking at me. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You shall have whatever you say. You got it now. Oh my <laughs> People, they, they said, I shall have land. And they said. <laughs> I will have land. Yay! I have land. My God. Shall I have whatever you say? <laughs> money you will have. You, you are not the broke type. You are not the broke type. You know, let me say this. So that some of you can understand. I'm going to read my last scripture. You know when God is about to give you money, you start looking rich. Do you know that? You Don't have nothing. But you look, you can go and buy a suit from China City. Somebody will never believe that it's from China City. They will tell you that you are a liar. Am I talking to somebody? You know, last year God began to tell me that I'm gonna make you very rich, but not now, in the future. And on that spot, I went and I bought a fake watch. That watch of mine was not original. I went to my with my fake watch from the Chinese to, to work. Ah! Another executive looked at me. That I know that watch is very expensive. I said, This thing I bought it from China City. Said, Stop lying, when you are a liar. I said, must I bring the slip? He said that slip is fake. <laughs> they took my China City watch and make it and made it original. I went and I bought another thing from China City. I said, This guy's too rich. This one is when God is about to magnify you. <laughs> you, you look like it. Yeah, you, you, you know he, he covers you with the glory I'm talking to somebody whereby you had backfish and two guineas for breakfast people will believe that you know what you had uh, you know uh, French fries French poloni and cheese and lasagna while you have had two guineas and a backfish from the taxi <laughs> it is when God is about to beautify you and, and, and I prophesy may God beautify you in the name of Jesus May that be your story. I I pray that the house God is going to give you. People will come knock on your door. And you open. These guys, the plumbers and the electricians coming to fix something. And you open the door. They say, please, can we see the owner of the house? (laughs) The way it will be so glorious. (laughs) And you say, I'm the owner. They say, you? Owner you? My God, my God, my God. Am I talking to somebody? May God give you cars whereby when you park it there by Sunridge, when you park it there by the shopping complex and you come out. Those guys, what do we call them? They're the car guards. They don't even come to you. They say, no, you are not Keep papa <laughs> <laughs> The way it will be looking, my God. They will say that. Keep up high. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? May that be your story in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I shall have whatever I say. The last scripture, Genesis two nineteen. Genesis two nineteen. Are we there? And out of the ground. Oh, do, do, I, do we have it on the screen? Ah, perfect. And out of the ground, can we read together? And out of the ground, the Lord, yes, read for me. One more time. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field these are animals and every fowl of the air these are birds and brought them to who brought them to Adam. to to, to for, for what to see God said okay here are things let me take them to this guy let's see what he what what he will say you shall have you shall have whatever you so God brought the animals so let's see what do, this guy will say To see what he would call them. And. Whatsoever. Adam called. Every living creature. That was the name. That was final. His words were final. So this scary big thing. Would come. With a nose that is so tall. Look at it. It said. Elephant. Faithful words. That was it. Done. Elephant. Even today, it's elephant. A lion would come roaring, bwah, bwah. Say, "Yay, lion!" Finish. Case closed. Lion. Something would come walking like this, uh, anaconda. Say, "Yay, <laughs> anaconda!" That was the name. Some some theologians were debating. You see. It may not be true, but I, I like their concept. This is a debate of theologians. They are saying that what God brought it was in clay form. So the lion would be in a clay form, it would not have shape. So what Adam would imagine, how it must look like, and he said, That's what it happened. <laughs> he thinks that this one must have a long nose and very tall ears and a very big body says the elephant <laughs> no, no 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 look at this so what is this implying to you every situation that comes to you you can name it what you want anything that comes in front of you because the animals were coming in front of Adam the animals were coming in front of Adam so any situation that comes any sickness you can name it healing restoration <laughs> any financial trouble you can look at them and say breakthrough abundance and they'll begin to take shape and you even imagine it how it must look hey remember in genesis 11 the bible says that whatsoever they imagined they will do so there's power in imagination And remember what the word says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So when your thoughts begin to become words, when your thoughts begin to become faith-filled words, miracles are inevitable. Somebody say amen. Amen. Child of God, whatever you call each day of 2020, that's what you'll receive. Must begin to say that these are are the best days of my life. These are the the promises of God will still still come to pass. You know when this corona thing started, I looked at it and it was just... You know, as a pastor, you know, every pastor, man, this corona. I mean, it's corona season, man. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, my God. What is going on? And I went to God. And God said to me that open Malachi 3. Malachi 3. Said open verse 6. Verse 6. What does it say? I am the Lord and I change not. He stopped speaking. Said corona or no corona. (laughs) I'm still God. How you believe me? it it, it is what will change the atmosphere i stood up in corrosive faith am i talking to somebody yes churches have been shut down ladies and gentlemen churches were closed. am i talking to somebody yes even the finances of this church were affected and are affected but my faith was never affected it doesn't matter what is affected in your life if your faith is not affected you can bounce back Am I talking to somebody? If, as long as your faith is not affected, let me take you to the life of Job. Everything is—he lost everything. His business got affected. His marriage got affected. His children got affected. His finances got affected. Even his health got affected. But his faith was never affected. His wife said to him, "Cast God and die." He said, "God forbid." His friends—they even came to him. They said, "Yeah, there is something wrong. You did." He said, "No, no ways." If he slay me, yet I will trust him. Even if he can kill me, my faith will not be shaken. This is Job. If he slay me, yet I will trust him. My God. If he kill me, I will die believing him. Ah! Woo! Don't know if I'm talking to people. And because his faith was never affected, you go to Job 42. The Bible says the Lord gave him double. As long as your faith is not affected, there will be restoration. You will bounce back. You will do miracles. You will go to the top. Your business will move again. Whether corona or no corona, economy going down or not going down, salaries being cut or salaries not being cut, that is none of your business. Somebody say amen. And as the animals would come in front of Adam, he would name them. Whatever you call each week and each day, and each remaining month of this year, that is what you'll receive. Am I talking to somebody? Whatever you call 2020, the remaining half of 2020, it is up to you whether you say that goodness and mercy will, will follow me. I will see the abundance of God. It is up to you. But whatever you say, God says, you shall have whatever you say. It's the lions who are coming before Adam. Lion. Never panicked. He looked at it and named it. Named it. Named, named it. There is, a, there is a book I'm reading by Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Name it. Claim it. Take it. Hey, hey, hey. My God. Uh, what, what a book. Name it. Claim it. Ah, take it. Somebody say hallelujah. And that is what will happen in your life this morning. Can, can we be up on our feet? And we are going to pray. I wanted to go and pray that God, give me grace, the first prayer, to speak faithful words. Never to speak what is happening around me, but to speak what your word is saying. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for me and my church, my wife, my children, that give us grace, my God, to speak faithful words. To speak faithful words, my God. To speak robosaka To speak, never to speak contrary to what you are doing. Never to speak contrary, my father, to what you are saying. In the name of Jesus, only the word of God shall come to pass in my life your promises they are yes and they are amen only your promises come to pass in my life everything that you have said about me comes to pass everything that you have declared about me comes to pass that is my reality in the name of jesus everything that my god has said about me it is what i receive in the name of jesus i refuse my father god to be in a place whereby my father my faith is affected my faith will not be affected my faith will not be shaken i shall speak faith-filled words in the name of jesus christ i shall speak that which god is doing i shall stand on the word i shall stand on the promises of scripture in the name of jesus my god your promises are in him yours and amen father god i pray for grace i pray for your church my god give us grace to speak faith filled words my god faith filled words rebo raba shaka we speak faith filled words in the name of jesus we have prayed amen the second prayer up before the last prayer now i want to go and pray for everything every word that you have killed By own words, every word that you once spoken and God was delivering the miracle, but you killed it through negative words. I want to go and begin to cancel that. Go and begin to cancel. Father, every negative word that I have spoken, my father that has canceled my miracle, that has canceled my breakthrough, that has canceled my next level, that has canceled my harvest. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that that word is now canceled whatever that was killing my miracle my caraba i suspend that word i nullify that word. wherever i spoke in doubt wherever i spoke in fear wherever i spoke out of the word my god as i decree and as i declare i cancel those words in the name of jesus i cancel those words i nullify those words in the name of jesus i am what god says i am I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. I can go where God says I can go. His promises still stand. My Father God, great is his faithfulness. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed amen. The last prayer. Now I want to go and call. The Bible says that you shall have whatever you say. Now, I want you to go out there and begin to say the things you want to have, the things you want to see. I want you to open up your mouth and begin to call them. Rabba shokolobuha. Begin to prophesy. Begin to decree. Begin to declare. Rabba you shall have whatever you say. You shall have whatever you have declared. My Father God, I say that CLM is the winning church, CLM is a growing church clm is a rising church this church can never go down my father god you spoke and said that upon this rock i shall build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it, Father God. I pray that the gates of Hades, demonic systems and demonic structures, shall never be able to pull down and to uproot your church. My God, this church was purchased with the precious blood of the lamb. This church was purchased with the precious, very precious blood of the lamb in the name of Jesus Christ. And we are praying that by the blood of the lamb, miracles breakthroughs are happening, my God, especially now. After hearing the word, our faith is charged, my God. Our faith is on another level, my God. As we believe the word, we see the man- the manifestation of the word. We see miracles of the word in the name of Jesus. We say that blessed be Thy holy name, blessed be You, O God, Father God. Let God be true and every man a liar, and every devil a liar, and every witch a liar. In the name of Jesus Christ, we shall receive that which God has promised. Every promise from Jehovah comes to pass in our lives. In the the name of Jesus we bless you my God because it is happening and it is happening right now my father God I pray for miracles I pray for jobs my God there will not be any job cuts there will not be any pay cuts my father God. there will not be any retrenchments in the name of Jesus Christ in this ministry I pray that people are rising my father God no one will die no one will be buried in the name of Jesus I shall have whatever I say I say everybody watching me right now they are well they are whole they are protected they are guided they are blessed my father the grace of god the blessing of god is upon them they are going to the top these are the best days of their lives in the name of jesus we decree and we declare that my father there is a change there is an increase there is a promotion there is a healing in the name of jesus christ child of god celebrate clap hands wherever you are because you have whatever you say Hallelujah. Those that are just joining us now, we have already received our offerings. I challenge you to go and give. The banking details, they are on the screen. And if the word has spoken to you, you want to give again, go for it. It is your shot somebody say hallelujah remember what i said to you that giving is a response of faith to the word of god giving is to show that this word has spoken to me i respond by faith wherever you are if you you have just joined us the begging details are on the screen the lord will bless you as you are sowing particularly in this charm somebody clap hands as we are going to the to the announcements hallelujah